This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and get a risk-free bet up to $500. Terms of should apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Roman. Roman is a straightforward way to take care of your ED. Just to head to getroman.com slash SGP for a $15 off your first month. That's getroman.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Our Fantasy is the home to the Best Ball Mania 2 contest where you can win up to $1 million. That's right, $1 million. Sign up now at Underdog Fantasy.com, promo code SGPN, and that's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, DGENs, welcome back. It is uh, Steve Shermer going solo this morning. Uh, Boston Capper is not here. Uh, we had a hell of a lot of technical issues last night. Uh, I tried doing a solo pod after Boston Capper's computer kind of crapped the bed on him. Lost the audio on that. I tr- got up early this morning to record something else. Audio issues on that too. So we're going to try one more time. And if this doesn't work, then it's only me talking to a microphone. And uh, I'm the only one who's going to hear this. So we'll talk about the Wells Fargo hopefully tonight when uh, you know we get our computer issues cleaned up. And then we'll talk about our Byron Nelson picks and our best bets for the week. But I want to put out something for you guys. I want to talk about the Byron Nelson and at least give you guys a feel about this, what this golf course is, things to look at for, because it's new and there's a lot of unknowns and you need, I guess, you know, some handholding from me in order to, uh, you know, maybe try and figure out a way to bet this field well. So uh, we'll talk about the field real quick. Uh, Dustin Johnson withdrew yesterday, uh, citing knee pain. You know, I mean, that could be code for, you know, I just don't really want to play this week. You know, we got a major next week, but the fact that he cited knee pain, that's a little concerning. So we'll see, but you know, it's a very top heavy field. You got Bryson DeChambeau, you got John Rahm, you got Jordan Spieth, uh, Daniel Berger. And that I was making his first start since uh, going all around Japan for, uh, you know, doing these rounds after he won the masters. But, you know, once you get past like $4,000, $5,000, thousand or 40 to one five fifty to one on like the betting odds. It's ugly quick. So this can be a challenging week uh for betting. We'll talk about later, like if that favors more of like a favorite or a long shot. Uh, but why don't we just talk about the golf course real quick? So it's a, we're going to go to TBC Craig ranch and it's a new golf course for the PGA tour. Uh, you know, opened in 2004. Uh, it was designed by a guy named Tom Weisskopf, who is a very famous golfer of the seventies. He won the open championship. Uh, he won like 16 times on tour. Uh, after his playing days, he ended up uh, designing some golf courses, a lot of them in Arizona. He teamed up with a guy named Jay Morris. He built his first golf course called the Truman Country Club, uh, aptly named after the place where he won his Open Championship. The most famous golf course he's known for is TBC Scottsdale that hosts the Waste Management Phoenix Open every year. He also did the redesign of Torrey Pines North. Um, those are the only two that are uh, Weisskopf designs are played on the PGA tour. So it's par 72 is about 7,400 yards. Um, there's a couple drivable par fours on the golf course. That is very, uh, that's a signature of Tom Weisskopf. He kind of made those popular with some of his early designs. Um, there's two for sure. And then uh, depending on what guys want to do off the tee, there's three, uh, there's a Creek that bisects the whole property that, um, you know, I, I mean, it adds to a pretty good backdrop, you know, it, it looks nice. Um, and on hole number three, 
basically there's a safe area with a wide landing zone with a couple bunkers that you just hit like a three with two, or you try and cut over the Creek into this narrow fairway towards the green, but you can bring the Creek into play on the right there. If you hit kind of an off on drive, that is technically drivable as well. Uh, if they got, they get the right wind conditions. Um, but otherwise though, I mean, you know, the topography is pretty good. I mean, like I said, you have a Creek that runs through the middle of the property that it looks nice on TV. There's some undulations to the golf course too, especially around the greens. But I mean, overall it's just, it's fine. I mean, it's, 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 there's not really a whole lot of thrills about it. Um, that's by design. Tom Weisskopf is a very straightforward, uh, architect. There's not really a whole lot to some of his designs. Everything's all in front of the player. Um, and that's kind of typical of a lot of these TBC setups too. And that's kind of why a lot of these professional golfers like playing there. I mean, it's not really going to challenge them a whole lot. It's, it's a test of execution. Um, otherwise, I mean, there's a lot of room off the tee this week. I mean, there are some bunkers that these guys are gonna have to worry about, but if you miss, like, I mean, you're not totally dead and that's kind of similar to how Scottsdale set up where, you know, I mean, as long as you're out behind the cactus bush at Scottsdale, you're relatively okay if you kind of blast it off the map. Here, I mean, you definitely can have a recovery shot. There's a cut, there's a few holes with some trees that you can stymie. But I mean, overall, though, there's not really a whole lot of penalty um, of missing the fairway, especially just because the creek that runs to the property, it's not really in play a whole lot, especially on the green. And I mean, I, what they did in Memorial Park with Tom Doak, they kind of moved a lot of the greens towards the creek and the canyons in order to bring them to play here they're just they're, they're mostly just seen either by the tee box or way off the fairway so overall i think these guys are gonna rip up this golf course i think there's gonna be a lot of birdies uh they played this tournament uh where they played this golf course back in 2008 2012 at the then known nationwide tour championship and the windweb.com tour championship also known as the corn ferry um Winning score, I think, was upper teens under par. Some guys who played well uh, in 2008 were Mark Leishman finished in the top five. Webb Simpson finished top 11. Uh, in 2012, you had James Hahn finished second. Adam Hadwin finished third. Russell Henley finished sixth. Luke List finished 13th. Um, but that was over 10 years ago, and golf, the golfers have gotten better because the equipment's better now. Um, I, I think that's going to be a, I think it's gonna be a birdie fest. Um, and then that'll roll into how you want to attack this golf course from a betting standpoint, you know, knowing that information. Let's take a break. Let's talk about WinBet. Uh, WinBet is bringing you action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. With generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now on WinBet. It starts today and you'll receive a special offer up to $500 risk-free. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at wynnbet.com and download the app today. And when you do, go to the golf page, start looking at some of the page, uh, you know, some of the golf odds out there. One of them that caught my eye, uh, Will Zalatoris in there at 25 to 1. I mean, he's a talented a player. There's some things are that set up well for him. This golf course, he's going to win eventually. Why not this week? All right. Let's talk about some general strategies. And I mean, I, you're going to hear a lot of information. Probably a lot of people are going to try to guess as far as like how exactly he's going to play to the minuscule. Like, you know, they're going to look at, Oh, what shot shapes is a favor or, you know, where are these guys hang distance from? And, and the truth of the matter is they don't really know. I mean, a lot of those arguments are just, they, just, they sound smart until on Thursday when all those takes are basically just go up the window. 
Um, there are a couple clues that you can look at that maybe you find some correlated golf courses and just generally what types of attributes and skill sets it favors. So, I mean, I mentioned earlier, I see a lot of TBC Scottsdale in TBC Craig ranch. Again, it's pretty wide open off the tee. That's it's just, there's not a whole lot to it. It's a pretty straightforward uh, test of execution. I mean, even when it comes down to like the green sizes are about the same, they're going to run pretty similar speeds. They both run between like 11 and a half and 12 and a centimeter. Um, these are bent grass greens. Uh, and while TBC Scott's I was overseeded, those greens behave similarly on, you know, as far as how they roll, none of them have grain like you would with a Bermuda green. Um, so I think potting wise, it's going to be very similar to uh, Scottsdale. Uh, you want, also want to look at Trinity Forest too. I mean, that's where they had the Byron Nelson uh, the last two years. And while T to green, they could not be complete any more different. I mean, Trinity Forest is a superior golf course as architecture standpoint than this place. But I mean, the PGA Tour kind of neutered it and made it set up the setup really easy. And this week is probably going to birdie fest, you know, weather dependent. Uh, it was a birdie fest training forest, probably gonna play pretty similar. And, and that had Zoysia fairways as well. That had bankrest greens, you know, so if you're a turf, uh, you know, if you love like betting because it's similar turf conditions, you can do Trinity forest. Uh, and then, you know, from a routing standpoint, it's very similar to TBC San Antonio, a lot of holes that go North to South, not a lot of holes that go East to West and the prevailing wind in Texas is time of years from the South. So that's going to be familiar to guys who play TBC San Antonio because you're going to have to, you know, make adjustments to their clubs, you know, either clubbing down, clubbing up. Um, so there's a comp there. And just in general, I mean, TBC golf courses in general will prop, they all tend to same play the same way. They're both, you know, pretty much the test of execution. There's not really a whole lot. They throw at the players. There's a lot of birdies. It's usually low scoring. I expect the same this week. So if you want to just look at guys who generally do well um, at TPC golf courses, that might not be a bad planet strategy, especially because these, you know, it's a pretty weak field. Maybe you're going to be able to, you know, break some ties with some guys in the 7,000 hour range or so that, you know, play a little better on some of these easier golf courses. Let's take another break. Talk about Roman. You know, look, no one's perfect. Every, even the best baseball players strike out with the bases loaded. Best golfer sometimes three poe with the tournament on the line. So if you feel like you're coming ashore in the bedroom, sometimes it's okay. If it's bothering you, there are options. There, you can get help. You can go to getroman.com slash SGP. And with Roman, you can get a free online evaluation for ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. You'll get a U.S. licensed healthcare professional to work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two day shipping. And the whole process is straightforward and discreet. So get started today go to getroman.com slash sgp complete an online visit and you get a 15 dollars off your first month it's a straightforward way to take care of your ed today so go to getroman.com slash sgp get started now and save 15 dollars on your first month of treatment all right let's wrap the or let's move on to like what skill sets i'm looking at so because if you look at a relative skill set chart for Scottsdale and Trinity Forest, which is available on Data Golf, where all I get my information, um, performance off the tee is pretty important. Um, you know, it's and driving distance especially, and, and that makes sense. I mean, the both places were very wide open. You know, and you 
it's statistically shown the closer you are to the green, no matter where it is, as long as it's not like in a water or behind a tree, you're going to have lower scores. That's why Bryson is adopting, you know, this mindset of just blast as far as I can. And then, you know, pack out onto the green for a good look at birdie. And so driving distance is definitely going to matter. A lot of people are discounting accuracy this week. I, I don't totally buy that. I think there still is some value to hitting the fairway because Hey, you know, this is going to be a birdie festival. If you're hitting out of the rough. You're not getting as much spin to get it in the ball close to the hole, but B, um, this is naturally Bermuda rough. And normally what a golf course would do this time of year is they would overseed it. So it's green. It's, you know, the turf is consistent. Well, it, it doesn't look like they're doing that. Uh, I saw a video from a couple of weeks ago when they're setting up the tournament. Uh, it looks like the Bermuda is starting to emerge from dormancy, but it's not totally there. So you have some, you know, lush Bermuda in one area, you have patches of dormant Bermuda in another area. So, you know, it, Guys who want to bomb and gouge this place, you definitely can do it. You run the risk of uh, getting some dodgy and inconsistent lies. Either it'll be in the dormant rough where it's sitting up a little bit, or it's going to be sick. You know, you're going to run to some, you know, lush Bermuda that where the ball settles down. I think where that's most going to impact is the shorter hitters who just aren't very strong off the tee and aren't very accurate. Um, I think if guys who are hitting off the fairway, a lot. If you're a short hitter, I think you're fine because then you can use your iron play in order to, you know, drain some putts. Um, but otherwise it probably is going to favor bombers this week. Uh, this is probably going to turn into a putting contest. Uh, usually that's what happens at these TBC golf courses when the winning score is going to be 20 under or better that generally levels the playing field as far as skill sets go. Um, you know, it, it, and it gives a lot of these no names kind of a, you know, a chance to compete. So, uh, so I'm definitely looking at a lot of just strokes gain off the tee stats this week, driving distance to the plus, you know, guys get how the putter make a lot of birdies. We only look at birdie or better percentages too. Um, I'm also making like a correlated, like TPC, like golf course index of like all the guys strokes gain performances at these tournaments, just try it. And like, you know, I mean, it's not really work for the favorites cause they all are pretty good at those places. It's more for like, if I'm breaking ties in like the, you know, seven thousand, eight thousand dollar range of DraftKings, or if I'm trying to like look at like a matchup, you know, if if one guy generally does a little better on harder golf courses that are a little more demanding to the green, where another guy, you know, he's not as strong of a ball striker, but he just gets lights out with a putter, maybe he tends to do better on those tracks. You know, that's something that I can look to break ties and just overall just trying to keep it simple. Like I think a lot of people are gonna try and like maybe get a little bit too much information and overload a little bit and overthink this place. Just look at how the guys are playing recently. If they're striking the ball, all tee to green, you know, maybe they got some length to their game too, or if they get how the putter, like don't overcomplicate this. I mean, golf is hard enough. And you know, a lot of the stuff that, you know, maybe the tips that some people are giving this week, including mine, uh, I mean, it could be just horribly wrong. Um, you know, I mean, you, we all, we're all in the same boat. There's a lot of unknowns in this place. We're all taking a lot of guesses. So if you just want to just look at how guys are playing overall recently, try and find good matchups and good prices to exploit with your books. That's a perfectly fine strategy too. All right, let's take one last break. Uh, before we talk about where winners kind of come from these, like, you know, like rinky dink tournaments for majors. Let's talk about underdog fantasy. If you haven't played underdog fantasy, you have to check out or check it out. You know, they have some of the best 
the greatest basketball tournaments around, including the Basketball Mania 2 tournament, where you win up to $1 million. Plus, you can play a number of games involving parlaying player props from the MLB, the NBA, and more. They also have a special NBA playoffs basketball tournament coming up as well. So go to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN. And don't forget to enter their Basketball Mania 2 tournament where for your chance to win $1 million. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right. I want to close the show with a question I had when I was like handicapping this is what, what type of guys usually win these tournaments that have low purses that are a week before a major. And, you know, you always kind of question when some of these top guys go to these places, what their mo- what motivation is. Are they there for a sponsor? Are they there just to, you know, maybe get like a paycheck? Maybe are they there to shake off the rust? And I wanted to see like, what were the odds of guys pre-tournament that typically won these ones? So you know, I, I want to throw out the WGCs because that's motivation enough for these guys. It's a strong field. There's a lot of money on the line. There's motivation for a top player to play well at those events and actually give some effort. But you know, what about like the Valero Texas Open or the Houston Open or the Fag St. Jude before the WGC? Like, like do top favorites generally just take advantage of a really weak field and win? Do they just let off the gas a little bit? And, and you know, it's usually a long shot. And um, the answer to that is as I found out is it's a crapshoot. Like I expected. I mean, we bet on golf where one guy one day he look like Patrick Mahomes. The next day he looks like, you know, I don't know, uh, Blaine Gabbert. So anyway, so, so there were 20, I've looked back to 2013 where there were, there's 25 tournaments, non WGC that happened before a major. And about a quarter of them were guys that were under 21. So the top favorites ended up winning. They took advantage of a weak field. Uh, six of them were also 20 to 50 to one. That's an, a, another quarter. So about 48% of these tournaments, the week before a major, the winner was under 50 to one. Uh, there's kind of like a dead man zone between 50 and hundred to one. Only three guys were had those odds pre-tournament before they ended up winning. It's only about 12%. I mean, that makes sense. Like I, I think once you get past like the top favorites, they're all kind of the same after like 75 to one or so. So, you know, it's just, it's less guys that can end up winning. Maybe you want to avoid that range this week. And then long shots, like anybody over hundred to one, there were 10 winners, you know, because mo- most of this field is made up of pretty weak players. So I also want to ask a question, like, cause there definitely is a difference of like straight the field. Like, you know, I mean, some years the Houston open got really good fields. And then there's like the John Deere in here, which is one of the worst not opposite field events, you know, of the season, like we're top favorites winning that one more frequently. Cause it's just a really bad field. Um, we're fit or we're favorites. And generally speaking, the top favorites tended to win the weaker fields. So they just, you know, the cream rose to the top. Um, when you got a little bit more competition with everybody, it was a little stronger. That's when longer shots would win. I had not seen the strength of field this week. Um, if it's, it does not appear to be very, it's very top heavy, but I get, but I think what I'm going to be doing with my betting card for outrights is I'm going to take, you know, maybe two or three of the top favorites and then just throw some darts hundred to one or, you know, and hoping to get lucky. Uh, I'm going to try and avoid like the middle area where, I mean, it's just, it, there's just not a lot of names though that I think are interesting. Anyways, I think, you know, it's, there's a lot of interesting names right at the top there that we'll talk about tonight and just throw some darts, you know, hundred to one. So, so that's it. Uh, I appreciate you putting up with me talking about golf architecture and grass and trying to break this down. I wanted to put out something for you guys, uh, you know, 
just to have something before we do our pick show. Uh, hopefully, Boston Capper has not smashed the computer into a million little pieces, and we can actually record a pick show with uh, not just me talking. Um, you know, we'll have his input too. So, thank you for uh, listening. Uh, we will get back to our regularly scheduled program tonight, and uh, we'll talk to you then. 